We come to this place for monsters. We come to horror movies to scream, to cringe, to scare. Because we need that, all of us. That hair-raising feeling we get when the lights begin to dim. And we are taken somewhere we've never been before. Not just entertained, but somehow terrorized together. Dazzling guts on a huge silver screen. Stabs that I can feel. Somehow, murder feels so good in a place like this. Our final girls feel like the best parts of us, and stories feel disturbing and powerful. Because, because here, they are. In horror, we trust. What's your favorite scary movie? Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, just yesterday, Carissa and Adam and I went and saw Barbarian. Ow, ow! We had the very privilege of seeing this film in theaters. Not just theaters, but Dolby Oh, yeah. Cinema. I was so surprised and so excited that it was in Dolby. Because I just, you know, it's not like a big blockbuster horror. It's just kind of under the, well, not under the radar, but just like... I do have to say, if you have the ability to see it in Dolby or IMAX, do yourself a favor because it's a very different experience and I think it heightened everything horror about this film. Just gripping. Yeah. Well, without further ado, we'll kind of give you a little synopsis of what Barbarian is about. So Barbarian is about a young woman who discovers that the rental home she has booked has already been occupied by a stranger. Against her better judgment, she decides to spend the night, but soon discovers there's a lot more to fear than just an unexpected house guest. Barbarian was released September 9th which is today, but we got a little early boom. sneak peek. Boom, boom. Um, directed by Zach Kreger. Yes. Who's not really known for his, like, works in horror. No. He's done a couple other things. He's a he's actually a comedic director. He's one of the founders of the, like, sketch comedy group, The Whitest Kids You Know, which I used to watch when I was younger, and I really liked it. Um, really cool to see this horror directorial debut from him. And by golly, what a great job. Yes. So I guess you can tell we loved it. (laughs) Yeah. So we are going to discuss the trailer and kind of our thoughts on that and how it may have differed from our expectations or kind of went with our expectations with this film. But before we get started, we are just going to put out a major major spoiler warning yeah we're gonna yes we're gonna talk in depth and i highly encourage you to see this movie before you listen to this episode because the film is great and it just will not have the same effect if you figure out what's going on past what you're seeing in the trailer try not to let a lot of influence a lot of media influence you before seeing it yeah, just go in cold. Yeah. Don't read anything. Don't listen to anything. Mm-hmm. Just go see it. If you had any interest to in seeing it in yeah. the first place. Yeah, like, what What did you think seeing the trailer? Which was a great trailer. Yes. Like, off, off the bat, it 
highly interested us. We were already we were just stoked to see it, especially seeing our boy Justin Long yes. back in action in the horror <laughs> fucking world. Yes, it's been a long time. I I want to say the last film he did was Tusk. I know. I, I think yeah. so. Maybe I haven't seen something, but... I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, in just the horror kind of realm, I think Tusk was yeah. a lot... Yeah, for sure. So. Anyways, <laughs> it was amazing seeing Justin Long again, even if it was just like a little sneak peek know, in the trailer. just a glimpse. A glimpse. Very quick flash of Justin's yes. terror. <laughs> yeah, as the trailer as a whole goes, I think it was very interesting to have a trailer be so short and be so kind of just not to the point at all yeah i you just can't tell what the fuck is happening but you it's know so it's scary <laughs> yeah it's so effective you you it just pulled me and i was like what is it yeah i need to know what this is uh, it could have been so many things watching like from the trailer and what i love was that was an intentional decision yeah. by zach Kreger to just have one trailer out oh he didn't yes. want a whole bunch of other kind of trailers giving away too much yes. of the plot so i think there was one trailer out and there was one very small clip of the film out that again did not give anything oh, yeah. away Beautiful. you couldn't you couldn't tell what the movie was about Beautiful. and it was kind of left to your assumptions of yeah. what this was about like going into breaking down the trailer I just didn't know I was like it could be a monster it could be a serial killer it could be like a cult there are so many different like I don't know if you call them clues or just kind of little directions yeah. that they give or just leaves it open to in the yeah. trailer where I was like hmm what, what is this I know when I was watching the trailer I was like okay I don't know what this is about. I feel like it's about a serial killer, but mm -hmm. I was getting the culty vibes as well. But I was like, I'm here for it. This looks terrifying. Yeah. And I loved not knowing what, because I feel like nowadays trailers kind of lay out the movie in front of you. And then when you go oh, see yeah. him, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like what? Why? Yeah. I so, wish I didn't see that in the trailer. Yeah. I was expecting it. Okay. So yeah. it's pretty cool. None of the scares were really in the trailer. Yeah. too much no. and like yeah a lot of it is left for you to see in theaters yeah so with the trailer it starts off with her you know arriving yeah. in the neighborhood arriving at the door and it's like why is the neighborhood so dark and so quiet it's raining so dark i was like i guess it's raining no one's out but it's like yeah. pitch black behind her yeah. the, the house is the only thing lit um and then there's her sleeping you know obviously it introduces bill skarsgård and everything and then when she's sleeping doors open she wakes up doors open you hear footsteps running past which is i was like ooh. and then you start seeing the flashes of the underground system and that was like okay man-made so i was like maybe not monster there's the room they show the room with a video camera and the bed in it so i think we both agree we're like okay well definitely some type of cap captivity thing going on maybe serial killer ish or I still was holding out for maybe cult, like, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. many so many options. Um, then there's a flash of someone popping in a VHS tape into a TV in the title read gas station, and then you couldn't see the rest of yeah. the title. And so it's like, okay, all right. Um, and then you hear a voiceover, which I assumed was from the VHS tape. And the voice said, this process might seem overwhelming, but with a little practice, it can soon become a pleasurable experience. This is perfectly natural. 
I'm just going to say that Carissa said that in the perfect tone because the VHS sounded exactly like that, like the voiceover. It was perfect. That was creepy. And that voice was what made me think like maybe cult, like that are holding people captive and trying, I don't know, sacrifice, whatever. I don't know. But um, just still adding to the, I don't know, eerie. I just still was like, what the fuck? What is happening? Um, And then... You see a TV screen that shows, like, it just showed a woman, and it looked like older footage. Don't know what's going on still. And then you see someone picking up a yellow dress in a room, one of the underground rooms. So, very cryptic. Very quick flashes where you just get the impression that people are being held captive. And then you see the characters' reactions, different reactions, and running in the tunnels, and just kind of chaos and utter horror um, by them. So I was super on board. <laughs> but yeah, Justin Long, because they start with, you know, the main girl, Tess Marshall, played by Georgina Campbell, um, and Bill Skarsgård's character as Keith. And so you kind of think it's just them two. So when Justin Long pops in, they don't even show in the trailer, like, how he gets there. He's just yeah. there. So I'm just like, who and why? I will say when I first watched the trailer... I was so intrigued and my eyes were scanning everywhere all at once that I didn't recognize that it was initially Justin Long. I thought it was Keith in that just quick glimpse. And then after rewatching the trailer a few times, I was like, oh, wait, no, that's Justin Long. And I was like, I knew I recognized that voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. But um, yeah, the trailer was very interesting. Again, I feel like I got kind of the same vibe going on where I was like, mm, okay, tunnel, this is probably a serial killer doing some mm-hmm. fucked up shit. And then I was like, the tape got was like immediately right after that. The VHS is put into the television. And I kept trying to mm-hmm. stop and pause the yes. trailer to read yeah. what the VHS tape had said. But it would just go too quickly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? No. I'm going gonna, I'm yeah. gonna to just go with it and we'll see what happens when we see the movie. Yeah. But yeah, very different expectations of what like we thought, or yeah. at least what we initially may have thought the movie was going to be about. Right. And I kept saying this to Carissa, the movie was what I expected, but it also wasn't what I expected. Yeah, which um, I think is perfectly put. Yeah. Once you see it. <laughs> I think it'll make sense to you. Yeah. And how the trailer's last shot is on the house and how it looks like a perfect little yeah cookie cutter kind of americana yeah house and then you just know like oh there's some dark shit going Going on on underneath yeah or whatever um just made it all the more mysterious yeah the trailer was was very very effective i think do you think that coming from the producers that have made such prolific films like it and the ring and the grudge played any part in you really wanting to check this film out or were you just kind of sold on the trailer itself i was sold on the trailer itself i was just like yeah. <laughs> but, but like the trailer yeah. I was yeah. like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll agree like I the trailer had me sold I was like yeah. I want to know what this movie's about yes but then after seeing those title cards come in with like producer of grudge producer of the ring like my mind immediately went to a place where I'm like I remember how scary these movies were for me when I was younger and if they yeah. have any sort of influence in 
this realm of horror like those films had, like, I'm even more gung-ho to check out what this is about. And, yeah, I just thought that was a very interesting kind of ploy to get people, like, really amped. Yeah, very true. I can see that. Um, And then just looking at the title, Barbarian, very... I don't know. I what did you think when you read? You know, okay, it was called Barbarian. I will tell you what I thought, and then I'll tell you what I do. You want me to tell you what I think? Like after viewing the movie, what I think the title is about? Sure. Okay. So when I thought initially, I had no fucking idea. I was like, yeah. oh, is it because the serial killer is gonna be barbaric? Like, right. I just I had no idea because the trailer again doesn't give away much. So yeah, I and- wanted to know what the barbarian was yeah. in this like film it, it seems so specific yeah and you know i told christine this but i was like you know when you at least for me yeah. when i read barbarian you know I'm a D player and i my character is a barbarian i just think of conan the barbarian fighter brute yeah but also there's obviously barbaric which is really interesting because usually film titles tie into the movie in one way or another yeah do you feel like the title was pretty clear for you after watching the film? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Um, like, there's just the specific moment where it's it's basically the reveal. Yeah. And then right when that happened, I was like, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I think that makes sense. not only did it make sense in that part with the reveal and the things that happened to oh, these yeah. people, but I think the title stems from... The point of view of um, Tess. So Tess is kind of surrounded by all these men in the movie. Yeah. And in my opinion, every man that she encounters in this film is a barbarian. They're barbaric. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of where the title comes from. Or at least because Bill Skarsgård... Well, he he gives off. Yeah, he's that seen he as a be. threat. Yes, um, because yes. every little thing he does throughout the movie could be harmless, but from a woman's perspective, yeah. is seen as a threat. Every single thing that he does, they build that up so well. Yes, uh, yeah, literally every everything single thing, he does, everything he says. Yeah, you're like red flags dude, are just going yeah. off everywhere. Absolutely. You're like, get the fuck out of there, get in yeah. your car and leave. And for the most part, she she is playing it smart. Yeah. And she is um, listening to herself and her instincts. Yeah. Um, she does start to give in a little bit when he, like, starts connecting yeah. with her. But I, we were still like, okay, yeah. he's manipulating yeah. her. He knows information about yeah. her. And he's just setting this up. I agree with that completely. And I think that's kind of why I think he may be deemed as barbaric yes. in, like, in her view. Because she doesn't know anything about yeah. this guy. He's... Yeah big and he's kind of crude at times and he's just he's a threat she doesn't know mm-hmm. who he is yeah and then as we find out later i mean uh, justin long is a barbarian he's barbaric he's a fucking tool yeah um yeah. and then even the man that they find in the basement mm-hmm. he is legitimate he's the ultimate he barbarian the ultimate. of the film yes yeah. and so yeah i just I thought that was very interesting. You know, come to think of it, I feel like this is what I wanted out of the movie Men. Yeah, I this know. This is like, I know. this is kind of the version I would have liked to have seen that they were kind of getting at, but this feels right. more realistic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It makes it more impactful. Absolutely. Like, really drives it home. Absolutely. Whereas 
that one was definitely more it was all artsy yeah yeah you know yeah more it, subtle on getting to that yeah it took a lot of liberty and the artistic kind of measures but i think at the core of it yeah. This was kind of the message that they were getting out that, like, men are threatening yeah. <laughs> in a woman's world. Yeah. yeah. And not only thematically is it that, like, impactful to me and really punches it in, but just technically, just yeah. the craft of the whole yeah. film was just what I wanted out of a horror film yeah. just lately. I mean, it's kind of the same effect yeah. I got from X, where yes. it's just like, holy shit. The <laughs> shots in this movie were so kind of awkward, yeah. but like in a brilliant kind of way. And a lot of yeah. switches yes. in the film work, because there's there's different sections. It's almost like there's three it's like short films. It's like three acts. Three acts, yeah. yeah. That, um, they're like three separate threads that do start weaving together, yeah. but... The, <laughs> But, they but they're are, harshly cut. Yes. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god. The cuts. And it's just so well. And you would think that a cut like that so abruptly would throw you off, take you out or whatever. But I thought it was like, it, we said, provided great relief. Yes. I guess, okay, we already said spoiler, yeah. but let's just get to yes. the reveal. Yeah. Because that's the first abrupt cut. Yes. So the reveal with Bill Skarsgård's character is they're both trapped. We'll get into the details on it later, but they're both trapped in the basement. Yeah, so she she finds him down yeah. in the tunnels. Yeah. And then he looks terrified and... Oh, yeah, because she went looking for him. Yeah, 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 that's right. And she saw the room and that's what she was terrified of. So yeah. she's like, we need to get the fuck out of here and go back the way we yeah. came. Oh, he and was he, saying, he was saying he saw a person. Yeah, that way, yeah. the way she came from. So he was like, no, we can't go that way. And he's trying to pull her deeper yeah. into the tunnels. And she doesn't want to go deeper into the tunnels. And so they're kind of arguing back yes. and forth because she's like, no, this is the route to get out. Yeah. Which which still made us think up to the last second that, that he, he was, was trying to kill her. Yeah, yeah, trying to get her in there. And then out <laughs> of nowhere. Oh my God. The most frightening thing. I like my brain didn't even register what this thing was. I know. I just I had the whole idea of the ring and the grudge right. kind of sitting in the back of my mind and this long, like gangly, gangly tall, tall thing runs up out of the pitch darkness. Yeah, behind him. Behind um Keith's uh, Bill's character. And grabs his head and just starts smashing it viciously (laughs) into the wall. And we're just all trying to comprehend what the hell is happening in this moment. It's just a close-up of his head being smashed and obliterated. And then all of a sudden, smack! Jump cut to a completely... Well, it it like does the full shot of its face and it it like roars and it's this disfigured... Oh god. A humanoid trying to I know, I know. It's like disfigured humanoid creature yeah. that looks kind of Hills Have Eyes esque. Yeah. Just roaring at Tess, and you know, yeah. Tess is just in shock. And then the, the smash cut. cut. The mash cut. Yeah. To Justin Long. Get this. <laughs> singing in his car, driving down a scenic beach highway. Like Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just singing so carefully. Top down, just singing along. And it was the funniest shit, like, how he was singing along and the specific song it was. I love that Justin Long can also 
act his ass off in a comedic performance, which I think added to that scene. Yeah. I was just like, this is our Justin Long. Yeah. I missed him so much. And it went from just pure horror Mm -hmm. to, like, relaxed and laughing and being like, oh, wait, danger's gone. And just kind of, like, settling back down and, like, you're not anxious anymore. You're not nervous. And you're just watching and seeing what happens with Justin Long's character now that he's been introduced. Yeah. Which, like, on paper, you kind of would think that that would be a bit off or just wouldn't work. Like, it would take you out of it. It worked completely. Like, I was like, okay. It was, I think, the best way to offer relief from yeah. that scene. I don't know if it was done any differently, yeah. if it would have been as effective. I know. And while I, yes, I was thinking like, okay, well, what's happening back there? Yeah. But I was still like very interested, like why did they cut to him? And like, and okay, what's going on here? The first time we've seen Justin yeah. Lon's character in that whole start to the movie. Yeah. Like we have not heard of him. Mm-hmm. We had not been introduced to him. Nothing. So it was just kind of it wrapped you back into the story being like, okay, yeah. well, what is Justin Long's character doing right now? That was a very, very interesting kind of part. And they did it yet again, one more time, towards the third act. Yes. Um, which was really, really neat. I'm it wasn't to... so jarring, yeah. but they did cut that way. Yes. To um, the end of the film. Yeah, and I guess before we kind of get into the specifically Justin Long's characters and maybe the characters in general and how they play with them. Yes. I guess we can just get to that switch, the third kind of thread that's woven into this story. It cuts to the past. Yeah. I I couldn't really tell the decade, like... I think it was the 80s. Yeah, 70s, 80s. It felt like the 80s. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense, time-wise. The VHS tape kind of put me into the 80s and stuff. Right. Um, So it's this older gentleman coming out of the house, that house, um... He's pretty quiet, pretty stoic, kind of seems a little cranky maybe, or just keeps to himself. And he lives in... The neighborhood is... Seems like white suburbia. Uh, Yeah, there you go. And it just shows him going to the store. Um, He's getting, like, baby supplies. Um, And then he packs up his car, and then he's lingering, and he's watching this woman pack her car up. And then he follows her. Yeah. And you're like, oh, all right, this guy's a creep. Yeah. <laughs> um, and But at this point, we're still yeah. not sure how it's yeah. tying into the story. Oh. We're like, mm-hmm. why? What, what was that for? Yeah, because yeah. you already know it's down there. And you're like, okay, well, what's this getting, yeah. getting at? And then he follows to her home and he parks around the corner, throws on a, a work um, jumpsuit, which Adam said gave him very much uh, Michael Myers vibes, especially yes. with how the camera was following him. His, yep that like POV, that POV and just like one shot just following him walking yeah. up to her house and everything from behind he poses as an electrician checking out like they've had some issues he's checking out to see if everything's working and basically just he goes in and goes to the bathroom and leaves a window open and that's all it shows then it cuts yeah so you get the idea that he's gonna he's gonna come back and do something to this woman. yeah so not a good guy. <laughs> not a good guy. And boy, oh boy, do we find out oh. just how bad this guy is. Yes. I think looking at how they play with character expectations. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to start with Keith. Okay. Yeah. His casting was brilliant. Yes. Yes. Brilliant. The casting was so good. Oh my goodness. Okay. All the actors yeah. in this movie are phenomenal. But Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. 
I think just the fact that he cast Bill Skarsgård, whether people want to admit it or not, the first thought you're getting when you watch it is Pennywise. And -hmm. you immediately put all of your expectation that this man is evil onto him without even, with just him opening the door. Yeah. Right? So I did see an interview with Zach Kreger, and he said specifically that the that Keith's character he wanted to input every single red flag that a yes. woman could think of in this character yeah to keep the audience on edge and not know what his next move would be for the simple fact of being a red herring yeah and yeah. i think it was done impeccably 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 <laughs> because for one Bill Skarsgård is huge. Yeah. He's a big dude. He's tall. He has a very, like, wicked kind of smile without even trying to be. And Bill Skarsgård apparently tried to get a little creepy with the role. And Zach Kreger was like, no, Mm -hmm. no, don't do that. We want you to be the opposite of that. Just be as nice and polite and sweet as you can possibly be. Let the audience put their expectation into what you're going to do. That is brilliant. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah, even though he was coming off as, like, okay, he's really trying he to... He was just a nice guy. He was just a nice guy. Turns out, he was a nice guy. He was a nice turns guy. Out, not all men. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out, not all men. But, but it was... Dude. Yeah, did you find yourself, like, okay, I found myself, when she took a picture of his ID, I was, I was like, yes, girl, yes, you take a picture of that ID mm-hmm. and keep it in your phone. Right. Like, yeah. that's so smart. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. And... And then she doesn't drink the tea he no, makes her. Yes, which is another like good girl. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then he's um, he's waiting for her to to open the wine. Which that was such the, the way that he fumbled on his words yeah. trying to explain what was going on the whole time. I was like, girl, don't drink it. I don't care. What, yeah. Don't drink it. And she didn't. And the way she she yeah. came out of the bathroom after getting ready for bed, and she walks into the kitchen, and he's in the background of the kitchen, yeah. out of focus, just waiting. And he looks so eerie yeah, he looks with so the wine, scary. but he was just trying to have like just I know, relax he was just and trying have to wine. Be polite. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she still refuses. She's he and he's yeah stammering, yeah. saying like I know I know you didn't drink the tea. Like if you want to watch me open the wine, just so like yeah. you know it's not <laughs> tampered. Yeah. Uh, and she's still like nah. And I was like nice, nice. Yeah. Nice. I was like uh uh-uh, uh that shit is tampered. Don't touch yeah. it. <laughs> um, or when he was talking about how. Um, he was actually involved in the research that she yes. was doing. I was, I like, was like, that's too convenient. Mm, Are you kidding? No. This is how he gets your guard down. I was like, no. He either lied on the spot because yeah. he was familiar with it or he's been stalking yes, this girl. Yes, exactly. I was like, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't let your guard down. Yeah, dude. So well done. Yeah. And I think that's like... I feel like a lot of women are going to relate to this and it's wild and it just speaks volumes yeah. on the way that like we view interactions with men. Mm-hmm. That definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It was very interesting. It was an interesting dynamic. Yeah. Mind you, Keith was deemed as a very threatening dude and we yes. questioned every single thing he did and his motive. But then we switched gears to Justin Long. Who you're just kind of like, oh, it's just in law. Yeah, he's always playing the, the lovable guy, puppy the lo- dog. Yeah. yeah. Or the funny guy. Yes. He's just really sweet. Mm-hmm. Usually a victim. <laughs> yeah, usually. Absolutely Ooh. not. Yeah. He was a piece of shit rapist. Mm-hmm. He was being accused of rape. Yeah. You later find out through the film that he admits to it. Yeah. 
But he's playing it off, saying, you know, the usual excuses, guys. Well, she was saying yes at first, but then, like, or she's, she was saying no, but then she was saying yes. It's like, yeah, there's no consent there, Mm -hmm. bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she felt pressured. Yeah. 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 And throughout, as you get more and more of him on screen, the more narcissistic Mm -hmm. and just shitty he comes off. Every single thing, he's just worried about him. Like, even when the people told him he was being accused of this and stuff, he was like, so the pilot's, like, what's going to happen to me? He was just worried about himself. Yeah, Yeah. all that. And then even even when he called Mm her, you Mm -hmm. thought, oh, okay, maybe this character (laughs) is going to be a, like, a sprinkle of salt's worth, Mm -hmm. like, redeeming. And then, no, he just turns it back to, like, this pity party, like, a woe is me thing. Yeah. And um, even when he gets to the house, it starts getting integrated into the main storyline. And he's seeing, like, things are off, and he finds Tess and Keith's shit. Yeah. He's going through it, but he's still being like, people are fucking squatting in my house. This is my property. Blah, blah. And then my favorite part is when he discovers that there's this whole (laughs) basement underground tunnel system in his home. This may be my favorite comedic moment in a horror film ever. What this man does is he takes out a piece of measuring tape. And he starts measuring the square footage of each room that he goes into deeper and deeper in hopes that it will have more resale value. Yeah. (laughs) And the way he just looks it up straight up. (laughs) Do secret rooms. Yeah. (laughs) He lists those in square footage. God. Wild. And to the point where, like, yeah, he discovers the first room, measures that, and then he discovers (laughs) the second part where it's a long stairway down to, like... Continues to measure it. To the... uh, vast underground yeah. network, and he he's he's not even scared for his like he's it's not dark even, as fuck. Yeah, he's absolutely not no fear for his life. Nothing. He just has his yeah. flashlight, and he's determined to yes. get his money's worth out of this property. Like the first room, which you see Tess go into, and yeah. he's immediately horrified by what she sees: is the camera and the bed in there, and like a bloody handprint on the wall. He literally he goes, sits on the bed. He sits on the bed. He's to... And he's just looking at the walls like, okay, yeah, this blah, blah, blah. He <laughs> moves the bed. notice the camera. <laughs> it's so good. It's so fucking It's good. brilliant. And I I think Justin Long did a great job portraying this piece of shit character. Like, no one would have known this sweet little puppy dog Justin Long, <laughs> yes. but yeah. played such a menacing, awful character. Yeah. And eventually yeah. he... He meets his own. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and he he encounters the mother, which is what the character is called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. called the mother. The mother. Yeah, that makes, that um, makes sense. And I, quite frankly, feel like it was a little bit of justice returned because let's be honest, mm-hmm. Justin Long was kind of raped in that scene with the mother. Yeah, and it was kind of yeah. like yeah. you defiled someone else right, and right. now you're, you're kind of yes. getting the taste of your own medicine right figuratively or literally yeah yeah so i guess we can get into how the mother creature you start getting the sense that she just wants to have a baby that's yeah. like she's obsessed with or should we so with in order to explain these scenes we're gonna kind of have to get into this character the mother yeah so the mother is a product of horrible abuse and incest generations of incest generations of incest so the mother is a character that's derived from 
the man in the basement that we later are introduced to. Yeah. Um, essentially, he has been capturing women for decades yeah. and has been major trigger warning here, yes. guys. Yes. He has been raping women. These women have been giving birth. And then he's been raping his children. Yeah. And then this whole the cycle has just been continuous. Yeah. And there's several videotapes. That's what the camera is for. Yeah. So, unfortunately, the mother is mm-hmm. a product of this man's vile kind of yeah. just infliction on these people. Yeah. So, she is disfigured because mm-hmm. of what we're led to believe in it's incest. Yeah. Um, she has not known any kindness. She's mm-hmm. not seen really the light of day. She kind of travels around in the darkness. Yeah. Um, she has a very twisted kind of view of the world around her. And based on, I think, what she's been witness to, yes. what's been done to her, and what she's been viewing, the videotape, all that the mother wants is a child yeah. to kind of rear as her own for comfort in this kind of horrid yeah. underground dwelling. Yeah. And so she happens upon these people that are just adventuring into her home. And so she's been capturing them slowly to be her baby. Yeah. But if they show defiance or you know yeah yeah like not wanting to be apart. I, I mean that could be just literal just fear <laughs> yeah of her yeah yeah and running away um she has killed them and i think mm-hmm. keith was the first example yeah um because i'm assuming he ran away from her yeah tess catches on more yes she's more, more in observant tune. Yeah. and in tune to what's going on and then so we see she's still alive but she's in a like a pit being held captive and justin falls in the same pit yeah his name his character's name is aj and so they're together and then you start seeing the little oh like what she does and what she kind of wants out of it and tess is trying to get like no you have to act like you're her baby and she 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 lowers the most gross looking bottle of milk um that has this old school huge ass nipple that has like hair on it and uh you're supposed to drink from it and like she drinks from it and then she's like shoving it shoving in AJ's him. face. And he's like, no, yeah. no, he's <laughs> you know, stubborn ass. Using. Yeah. Um, you know, just always looking out for his self preservation. Yeah. Even though it's a life or death yeah. situation. <laughs> um, and so she drags him out and then tries to actual, actually breastfeed him. Yeah. And this <laughs> is what I kind of presumed as Justin Long's kind of rape. Yeah. Because she's force-feeding him. And um, that doesn't go so well for him. The way that Tess scoots... Because Tess um, gets out of the pit when she's, like, busy with him. And the way she scoots by the door, she's like, oh. Yeah, (laughs) this is my out. Which, you know, she eventually does get out. And she wants to save him. She wants to go back and save him, which, you know, we're obviously like, don't what do are you it! Doing? But I think this is a very kind of interesting notion on, like, how women are kind of taught and raised to be. Yeah. Which is kind of like, 
being more emotionally in tune, being yeah, kind of uh, caretakers and being kind of that person that's like, just what is the word I can't think of but you guys you guys kind of get yeah. what we're saying that they're just like she's not going to leave a life behind mm-hmm. whether he's a complete piece of shit or not and it's a person yeah yeah, yeah. which adds all the more to the idea yeah. of men of the men being like yeah barbaric yeah Cause okay, oh, Cause and then we can you'll get... you'll find out why <laughs> she should not have made that decision. Yeah, yeah. So she does save Justin. Yes. Um, they get out. They kind of get into some temporary like safety yes. with this um homeless man in the area who knows all about what's going yeah. on and had tried to help her yes. earlier. Earlier in the movie, um, she had gone to her interview. And is returning back to the home. And as she is getting out of her car and walking towards the Airbnb, she sees a homeless man running towards her. And this was after this was after um, her interview. Mm -hmm. And the the woman that she was interviewing with had stated to her how dangerous that area was that she was staying in. And she brushed it off and she's like, oh, I can hold my own. But that ruminating in her mind, and then she's stepping out of a car and sees this man charging at her. She went into full-on panic mode. She tries so hard to get into the home and get away from him. She tries calling the cops. The cops won't even come out to that neighborhood. So she's a little freaked out. Well, come to find out, that man was actually trying to help her and warn her from coming into this home. Because he knows what goes on in there. Yeah. Yeah, so when they kind of come to where he stays and it's, it seems safe and everything, and then Justin had accidentally shot Tess. Yeah. And so she was wounded because, you know, he, he just thought it was the monster. Yeah. Or the mother. Um, not the monster. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, and so he's like, then he's like, we got to get her help, you know? She came back for me kind of thing. Yeah. Like, we got to get her help. I feel bad. And then he, he has this... It's, like, comedic, but, like, yeah. serious moment of where he's reflecting on himself. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, I've done, you know, I've done horrible things. Maybe I'm a bad person. Or maybe maybe I'm a good person who's just done a bad thing. And it's, yeah. like, <laughs> kind of deep. Yeah. And, and, then, <laughs> and then as an audience yeah. member, you're, like, okay. Oh, okay. Well, maybe like, he can mm, redeem himself. Yeah. He went through just, like, a really traumatic mm-hmm. kind of thing with this other person and maybe this is kind of making him change his outlook on yeah. what's going on in his own life yeah but then but then <laughs> bam the mother comes tearing through the wall take fucks up the homeless man yeah. gruesomely which it was a perfect so a perfect cue when he this scene was so just like I could not believe the brutality of it. Yes. The mother rips off this homeless man's arm and beats him to death with yes. his own yes. severed arm. Now that's a like barbarian. <laughs> like a barbarian. Like, yeah. Um, I was just like, God damn. The, the cue on when she came in yeah. was great too because he was like, I've you know I've been living here for years. Yeah. There's there's nowhere more safe. Yeah. <laughs> cue. The boom. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then, um, so they flee so they, her again. Yeah. They they go up this water tower. 
And, uh, and as they're running up, mind you, Justin mm-hmm. Long is running ahead of Tess. Oh, yeah. Or, uh, AJ is running ahead of Tess. Right away. And Tess is, like, like shot. Mm-hmm. And she's limping. And she's like, wait for me. And he's just, nope. Just keeps yeah. going up. So you're like, oh, well, I guess there goes that mm-hmm. redeeming quality in him. Yeah. And then, like, he's, like, kind of calculating the situation because the mother's coming up after. And um, he... Oh, man. This Ooh. man... He says, does he say sorry? I don't know. He's he, be, But anyway, he yeah. throws her off the water tower yeah. as the mother comes up. The mother leaps off after Tess and kind of breaks Tess's fall. Yeah. That, you know, the motherly instinct. Yeah. But it was just like a beautiful swan dive. Oh my god. It I was, was incredible. Really, we were cracking up so it, yeah. hard. Because it was just, it was meant, I think it was meant to be kind of comedic. Oh yeah, it was yeah. It was great. And she totally breaks the fall and saves Tess. Yeah. And, um, and that's when just, or AJ comes running down and goes, oh, I'm I, so sorry. I had to I though. I had to. <laughs> you know, he's still, you know, yeah. just. <laughs> Playing victim. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And you think the mom's, the mother's dead. Yeah. And then, boom, she comes, she comes right back, back up. And finally serves Justin his due. <laughs> all the action in this. All the kills. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it was so very interesting, too, that um, when Tess ran to the police department to let them know oh, yeah. that there was a man trapped in the basement... That they all wrote her off as a crackhead. Yeah. They literally thought she was on drugs. Well, especially in that area. So it's playing on the, like, how cops don't care about these impoverished neighborhoods. Because there's, like, a really good reveal. I love the shot when she wakes up. It was, like, after her first night and she leaves. And you see what the neighborhood is. Because before it was pitch black. It was wild. Yeah. Like, the only nice-looking home was that home, and the rest was just sadly trashed. Yeah, just completely a skeleton of homes with graffiti yeah, everywhere, yeah. and there was not a soul in sight. Yeah. There was not even lights to light up that neighborhood. That's why it was so pitch black in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Which also kind of... You're thinking, okay, why is this house the only one? Yeah, which adds to the kind of what is going yes. on here. Which yeah. we do later find out that Justin Long owns this house because yeah. he has a couple properties, properties. in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, boy, he didn't know yes. the system. Oh, down. man. Oh, um, when we get to the reveal of, like, the dad and yeah. what he actually yeah. turns out to be was also horrifying. Not only finding out what he's been doing, but like when it's Justin AJ who discovers him. Yeah. And he was running away from the mother. Yeah. And you just get this super tense scene of like him running in the 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 pathways just in dark and he has the flashlight and you hear the mother's noises like in the distance oh. kind of coming and it's just like oh my god, oh my god. And he finds another door that has like a bell like Yeah triggered to it um and when he's debating on going through that door you see the mother slowly coming out of the darkness towards justin very slowly and then she sees that he's at this door and she's like just starts to slowly retreat back into the darkness which that shot was so creepy it was great and and i feel like as a cue for the audience too 
you've seen the mother be such a threatening character mm-hmm. that if this character is backing away from a room, yeah. you know serious shit is in that room. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, what what the fuck is yeah. in there? And it <laughs> made me think of the comment that the homeless mm-hmm. man made where he's like, that woman is not the only thing yes. you should be afraid of That's in right. that house. Yeah. And I feel like at that moment, I was thinking that there was going to be some bigger, badder beast in the house that was just going to chase him around and be, like, kind I of know. menacing. Yeah. And when we learned that this what it, it this is what it was, I feel like it was ten times more menacing, but it yeah. didn't have to be a monster. Yeah, I mean, he's old as shit. He's de- yeah. pretty decrepit. Just I mean, bedridden. Bedridden, yeah. yeah. And then... Justin finds out, like, yeah. he sees the tapes. He, fi- he plays the tape. It's just walls of tapes. Yeah, and he plays one, yeah. and then you see what he's done. And he he's, like, He's horrified. even horrified. And he's like, you're, you're sick. Like, how could you, you know, how yeah. could you do that? Or whatever, which, you know, is interesting because... Ironic. Yeah, it's yeah. ironic. Because, yeah, Justin is a rapist. Being, yeah. Sorry, AJ, not Justin. Yeah, (laughs) Justin, you're not a rapist, I'm sorry. And then this man, instead of, he sees that Justin has viewed this and he makes a remark to him. Mm -hmm. And he's been digging around in a drawer this whole time. Yeah. And he pulls out a gun. And we think it's going to be to hurt Justin so he can keep doing what he's doing. Yeah. But then the man turns the gun on himself and shoots himself. And I think that says a lot that mm-hmm. he would rather just end things than face up to what he's yeah. done and what he's created. Yeah. Um, Which is yeah. similar to kind of Justin's, like, yeah. running away from his problem. Yeah. Not wanting to face it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. And I love, like... Chris and I were talking about this, too. We love that they didn't explicitly show what was on the films. Yes. Thankfully, because I think that would have been too much and it would have taken away from Mm -hmm. what was going on because we already know how awful this is. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think just showing it would have been gratuitous and I'm glad they didn't. Yeah, this movie, Barbarian. (laughs) Yeah, what a ride. What a ride. Well, I just had the thought right after watching that I was just like, this is a movie that knows exactly what it is and doesn't pretend to be anything else. A hundred percent. Crazy with, with the comedic moments, yeah. with the silliness during a horrifying or crazy shot, like with the swan yeah. dive, where you're laughing, but it's also like, holy shit, yeah. <laughs> this is happening. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to add to that, the music cues and like some technical stuff. Oh, yes. Music was great and sound was great. Yeah. There but were... just there's certain moments where it's like when Tess finds the room, first finds the hidden um, doorway to the underground area. And, you know, she's debating going yeah. in it. And you're like, no, you're smarter than that. Yeah. Come on. You know, um, everyone <laughs> in the audience is like yeah. internally being like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And, um, it had this great shot that kind of just slowly pulled back and it looked so cinematic yeah. of her just standing there kind of like just freaked out yeah. and debating. Um, and then when she takes her first step in, music comes in and yes. it's like that doom. Kind of menacing. Yeah, menacing. Yeah. And it's like, 
it calls attention it calls yeah. the viewer's attention to that music cue where it's like yeah. okay something she's bad's something happening. bad's gonna happen yeah. she's about to change like yeah. her, her life's about to change but i love how it was so intricate yeah. but honestly still subtle yeah so it was subtle enough to where the music wasn't creating the scare but it was yes. amplifying it yes. which Definitely. is amazing yeah um keeping kind of on the same note of the mm-hmm. score there were a lot of times where the music would eventually turn into a heartbeat oh my god yeah which was so smart and i found that in that kind of whatever was going on on screen that your heart rate was absolutely matching the heart rate that you were listening because it was a very anxiety ridden moment yeah i was and- gripping i was like <laughs> You know, I have my hands on my head yeah. and I was just gripping <laughs> and I haven't had that experience with in a horror a movie while. in a while. Yeah, yeah. we're just, just like, oh my God. What's we were happen? talking about that on the way home from the film. We were just like, oh, we can't remember. Like, and we both kind of said Hereditary was the last right. film to make us that kind of anxious and worried and just like, yeah. oh, and, the whole time through. And the last one to have like a sound. Design. A particular yeah. sound really kind of freak us out. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so like similar to the tongue click in Hereditary. The clicking, yes. The scene that was super effective that kind of matched that was when Tess was sleeping in her room and the door creaks open. Mm-hmm. And we're now knowing that it was probably the mother that was sneaking into her room. Uh, made this sound that was just we both grabbed each other real, Dude. Uh, all wide eyed like no not another sound can you describe it can you do an impression I can't <laughs> can you uh, I'm trying to remember how it was because it was so specific it was so specific it was a little like it's like a gurgly, squeak, gurgle like it was yeah. so creepy like, I can't monst- monstery Whereas, like that, that's the first indication where you're just, like there's a thing in here <laughs> I just remember at that point, thinking it was something inhuman. Like, yeah. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was a person. I yeah. was like, where is this going? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I was like, maybe Bill Skarsgård's possessed by the devil. <laughs> I know. It was, Ugh. yeah, wild ride. Um, no, that's not it. No. That sounds like a bleeding goat. Uh, uh. No. I just can't do it. That's how great it was. Yeah, it's it was just fantastic. So, so we must yeah. give credit to the actor that played the mother. I know. It was a giant seven foot tall man is Matthew Patrick Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, he was decked out head to toe in uh, makeup. Um, I think it would have been cool if it was actually a female yeah. in the costume. But considering it was so tall and it was so menacing, like, mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, great, man. great job. It, um, great job. Just the look. body movements. Yeah. It reminded me of um, in Wreck. Yes. That, that yes. So I immediately was like, this felt like it had a lot of rainy kind of yeah. evil deadish almost influence to it. Come to find out again while watching that Q&A, uh, Zach Kreger did say that he took a lot of influence from Sam Raimi. Nice. And he took a lot of influence from the film Audition. Oh, which I yeah. thought was incredibly interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is very cool. Yeah, very what cool. a fucking debut for him! I for, know, for like a horror film, which we have learned that he is already working on another horror film. And hell yes, yes. totally down. Um, I want to say at this point, anything he makes, I'm <laughs> yeah. down to check out. 
I just was so surprised yeah. on how gripping and frightening this yes. movie was. Intense. I think we were both wow. kind of taken aback by that. Yeah. Just straight up, like we were saying, yeah. it's just straight up horror. Yeah. You know, we've seen a lot of psychological. Yeah. And I mean, I just do kidding. think this film had a little bit of subtext in it, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. like you were searching to find yeah. that out and it was a lot deeper. Yeah like deep deep you had to go just as far down as this movie went to like figure out what that was i think it was pretty clear not super abstract yeah it's just like just in in your face face. (laughs) straight horror (laughs) going back to um again comments that uh that um kreger made during his q a yeah so apparently he was going to take the scene with Justin Long and the mother even further than what he had already done. He, and oh, so God. he was initially like Justin Long refuses the bottle. So she takes him into a room and breastfeeds him. Right. So when he was refusing the teat, essentially, the teat. what she does is she grabs a rat and Pulls its head off. Oh, shit. And starts masticating the rat and feeds him like a baby <gasps> oh bird. Oh, my gosh. But in order to do that, he was saying that the camera would have had to be, like, in his in her face. Mm. And he didn't want to give away so much detail oh. on the mother. So he decided to kind of shy away from that scene and they ended up cutting it. Damn. But I that was like... Been- gnarly that would have been a gnarly visual yeah that i don't should know takes it further <laughs> i don't know if i could have unseen that extras dvd extras yeah. please please <laughs> delete it as like, maybe you could do maybe it's hard to do but like just yeah. of her bottom half yeah like just the mouth eating uh, that it. just sounds gnarly. oh dude gnarly. oh my god great uh, ideas i know right okay another thing that was brought up that he kind of Kreger giggled about was that he didn't realize it until after he wrote the story but Barbarian is an anagram for Airbnb. Oh, fuck. <laughs> God damn Really, it. really cool, wow, right? Really pairs together yeah. well. And then um, he was also saying that when he was writing this um, he just kind of and I think that's kind of why this movie is broken up into chunks because that's how he kind of wrote it he initially wrote this film to be a 40 minute short so it was just where tess had the whole Mm -hmm. interaction with keith Mm -hmm. and then um she goes down into the basement and then that was going to be it but then he thought since he wasn't having to write this for anyone he was just writing it for himself and for fun he kept adding to it And as he was adding to it, it became what is now Barbarian. Wow. Um, He wrote this movie a year ago, and it took him about a year to get somebody to finally pick it up and decide that let's let's go ahead and let's do it. He got a lot of no's, but he finally got a yes. God bless him. I know. (laughs) Thank you, producers. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, And last but finally, I thought it was interesting because I kind of made this comparison where as soon as we walked out of the theater, I was like, this movie is fantastic, but I can't really nail what this movie is. And I think it's just as batshit as malignant. Mm, yeah. So somebody brought that up in a Q and a, 
And he just went, I'm not going to comment on that. Hmm. So I don't know what that means, but yeah, interesting. But yeah, I completely agree with that sentiment. I mean, yeah. Got that same effect. Yeah. I think, no offense to, um, to malignant lovers or, you know, um, Oh my God! Why am I blinking? James Wan. Yeah, James Wan. Um, but I do think they're they're definitely very different movies. Um, I think *Malignant* relies more heavily on its B-rated kind of humor, whereas this one, I don't feel like holds an ounce of B-rated nature to it. I think yeah. the characters are just kind of humorous for humorous sake. I don't even get that feeling of it relied on a certain thing. No. It was just like. I don't know. It just was. Yeah, it just was. Yeah. And it it just worked. Yeah, it worked. But yeah, but I I just want to emphasize when I say malignant as a comparison, just the batshit craziness of the movies. Maligma. Yeah, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) When watching Malignant, that's not where I saw the movie going. And while watching Barbarian, that's not where I saw the movie going. So they were both very interesting kind of rides. And I think that's where they hold the similarity for me. Yeah. I gotta say, this may be my favorite horror release. It's between this and X. I... This may be it, though. Honestly, I think this is my favorite horror release of the year. It's going to take a lot to top this one. Yeah. The more it sits with me, too. I like... I still love X. Yeah. But I think this one just goes a little more... It's just a little more for me. Yeah. A little bit more. But X is a close second for sure. And I think for me too, this one may have been, have an edge, more impact on me because of the subtext. Yeah. Which is, it's not even really subtle, you know? Yeah, it's, not at all. But like, yeah. yeah. Maybe as a woman. It just relates like, harder. But yeah. yeah. But you still get that yeah. straight up horror. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I will um, say that too. This is my number one horror film yeah. of the year so far. Which is just, it's just so astounding. Like yeah. for his directorial debut, or like horror directorial for debut. It. That's awesome. I oh. will say that um, the only other more recent filmmakers that I feel whatever they put out, I'm willing to watch is Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be my next one. Where yeah. whatever this man puts out, I'm down to check it out. Yeah. 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 So, hell yeah. Yeah. Big win for, big win for Barbarian, man. <laughs> Definitely. I would, I would undoubtedly give this five out of five stars. Yeah. yeah. I, I want this on Blu-ray. I want this on Blu-ray. I want the collector's edition. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want it want all. want poster. I want, yes. Yeah. Yes, I want a doll all. of the mother. No, thank you. You can keep that. <laughs> With them titties hanging out. That poor lady. I know, for real poor though. Thing. Like, yeah. I really had empathy for her. Oh my god, we forgot one of the best parts. What? Boop. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn. The mother. Just little things like that. Flat out boops. Just just in long. In the perfect movie. person to boop to, yes, especially just with this character. A finger to the nose, just yeah. and she literally just goes boop with her long ass nails, yeah. like gnarly. Oh my god, it I just, love it. Right, I think maybe that moment really added to like the this relief is, and the fun, the relief and the yeah. fun. Like this is this knows what it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it very much leans into the humor, and I love that. Yeah, I love it. 
I, I sidetracked off of the initial thought I was going for, but I did like you really um, get a sense of empathy for yeah. the mother, which is shown as very monstrous. But then when you realize like she's not the yeah. monster, that she's the a product predator. of violence. Yeah. 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 And how caring she was for Tess. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know, I think that's of also incredibly insightful Mm -hmm. that she was so vicious with AJ because he's a man yeah and men have kind of been terrible to her but the one female character yeah which is Tess she was very kind to and that and yeah she has that intuitive yeah oh I need to go along with this um yeah nature versus nurture yeah perhaps maybe um, with that being yeah. said, I guess we'll get to the final cuts. Our final cuts. We're starting a new little segment of just yes. where we kind of decide on some favorites, favorite aspects of yes. the movie of a new movie. So, um, first final cut. Yes. Did you have a favorite shot? Technical <sighs> shot, Technical or just shot. one that stood out to you? Honestly, I feel like in order to come up with a favorite final shot, I may have to watch it again. That's true. Because yeah, I feel absolutely. like there was so much going on and yeah. like my eyes were just hungry <laughs> for yes. all of it yes. that I can't really think of a specific mm-hmm. moment at the time to be like, yeah. yes, this cut was it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's hard to make a decision right yeah. now as a decidedly favorite shot. A couple that stood out to me. Yes. Um, I really like the shot of when Tess falls off the water tower. Um, it kind of <laughs> yeah. reminded me of, um, well, maybe a lot of people haven't seen this, but in Train Spotting 2, there's a part where Spud falls off a building. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't actually. It's just, it's like, um, yeah. they express it, but it's just when he's high, yeah. it has that feeling. I know but exactly like, what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's like the camera stays yeah. the same distance and it follows with, with them, him. but the ground's yeah. like coming up closer. Yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah. like they look frozen in time, yeah. but they're moving. Yeah. I don't know. That was, it's cool. I hear you. It is cool. Um, I like the shot that was kind of Evil Dead-ish of when she wakes up. It like flashes to daytime. Yeah. And that cut to daytime and the camera makes this jerky pullback. Yeah. That's very awkward, but it's like it really, you know, that jerk nighttime to daytime yeah. and she went through like a creepy encounter and now yeah. it's like bam and then you're like oh she's she's awake yeah or she's she's okay and she's in bed i agree that was a really cool shot um i would say more for me maybe not opposed to a shot but my favorite cut was yeah. just the initial cut from act one to act Dude. two Yes. That just yes. floored me because there have been very few films that mm-hmm. can kind of do that kind of dramatic cut yeah. and have substantial effect. Yeah. And so that, I feel like, was really noteworthy for me. There we go. Um, and I agree. That yeah. may have been my favorite, like, editing. Edit. Um, I do really like... I had mentioned earlier the shot of her... Um, debating on going down into this the dark the yeah. secret room and it just pulls back slowly and like you just see her yes. framed in the door with the darkness behind yeah. her and looking like 
all right. And, you know, knowing that, like, oh, this is where it turns, you know. Uh, and then I do really like that the lens they use the yes. for the dad's sequence where it shows, yes. like, in the 80s and following yeah. him. We had this discussion um, last night after viewing the movie that whatever lens they used was, like, beautiful. Yeah, it was, like, like, super wide. It was super wide, but things also felt very cramped and close together. Yeah. But then there was also, like, a texture to it. Yeah. That was really kind of interesting. I just... Yeah, I really want to find out what lens they shot this on. Yeah, it kind of, it gave a little bit of a fisheye effect. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I think maybe that's why things felt a little cramped. The depth was like manipulated. Yeah, there was not a lot. But there was at the same time. I don't know. It was very interesting. Yeah. And just having the dad and it following the dad, it's centered in the frame the whole time while he's like. You were saying it was very Halloween. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. There were also some. One of the cool shots that I picked out specifically was a scene where I think it was AJ or was it Keith? I can't remember. Um, where it was the POV and he was, ho- I think it was AJ. He was holding the gun in one hand and the flashlight in the other yes. hand. And all you see are his arms and yes, the camera is dude. moving with the direction that he's turning. And it just felt very video game. Yeah. And it was that kind was of great. Cool. It was very cool. And you like, which it would be a cool video game, actually. It would be. <laughs> Just run away In from those mother. tunnels, yeah. So, um, favorite scare. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a good one. My favorite scare would probably be the favorite, the first scare of the movie. The reveal. The reveal. Okay. Um... I just, when I was watching the film, I was so focused on what, like, the arguing between um, Keith and Tess, and then I was also trying to, like, scan everything else around, and I was still, at this point, kind of convinced that Keith was the villain in the film. Yeah. And that he was going to do something to her, like pull a knife out or stab her or pull a gun out of nowhere or, like, coax her into a room and lock her up. So I was just... My brain was trying to figure out exactly what he had to do with this. And then out of nowhere, Mm -hmm. the mother comes barreling in. And I just, my brain could not handle what I was seeing. Yeah. I lost it. Like, Chris and I grabbed each other. I, like, jumped out of my seat. Flailing. I was flailing. (laughs) And then the roar that she let, I was just, I was not prepared for yeah. that just the, the way it interrupts that high yeah. tension scene yeah. yeah it totally takes you off guard yeah um that, that would have to be my favorite scare yes. as well and there was again no music cue yeah. no like lead up to it mm-hmm. that conventional horror movies yeah. kind of lean on to kind of guide you toward this is going to be a scare like you were mentioning there was no swell of music mm-hmm. there was no there was nothing yeah other than what was going on between these two characters. Yeah. And yes, it was a high anxiety moment. And so you knew something bad was going to happen, but that mm, was the farthest that. thing that <laughs> I was expecting. Yeah. So wow. that was incredibly effective for me. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. One of my, one of my favorite scares yeah. in a long time. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was... It, it was brilliant. It was very yeah. well crafted. Yeah. I like my hats to them. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was really, really good. Next would be your favorite performance. You want to go first? 
Sure. Um, mine would have to be Justin Long. Okay. I, I would say from my preconceived notions of him as an actor and his characters before, um, just made him all the more effective and just different and yeah. um, really overcame my expectations. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just so funny. His the, the comedy, the comedic parts were so well done. So good. And he delivered it just so well, but also in the terrifying parts and his character overall is yeah. just... It really drove home that it wasn't Justin Long, he was his character. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to double down on your kind of thought process, but not with Justin Long. Yeah. But in... Dead with Bill Skarsgård for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think that, That's like, true. we all had this preconceived notion that, like, Bill Skarsgård, he plays Pennywise. Mm-hmm. He's it. So, like, yeah, while we kind of saw him as threatening and menacing throughout the whole movie, the guy was completely innocent. Yeah. And I think that was great because we were, in his performance, trying to find reasons to, like, be afraid of him or dislike yes. him or anything. And the whole time, he was just playing this charming dude yeah. and just being himself. Yeah. And I really, really enjoyed that kind of play. The manipulation of trust oh, from, from like, the filmmaker's intention. Yes! It's just so well done. Because, yeah. It was great. He just turns out to be a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, I think that was showcased in one of my favorite scenes where they're sitting at the table discussing mm-hmm. over the red wine. Like, you just really see his character kind of come to life, and you're just consistently second-guessing his motives. Yeah. But he's not what we think he is. And I think Bill Skarsgård did an amazing job at that. He did. But again, not to downplay um, Campbell in this role, the the woman who played Tess. um, She acted her goddamn ass off. Yeah. And she was phenomenal. But there was no play with her character. She just kind of was who we were expecting her to be. And so in that sense, I think the kind of subversion of Justin Long or Bill Skarsgård kind of hit home with us a little bit more. Man, Campbell's as final girls. Yes! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was fantastic. Yeah. Do you have a favorite scene in particular? I'm going to go back to, again, um, the moment where they're sitting at the table with the wine. Um, Not only does I feel like it showcase Bill Skarsgård's kind of acting, but Mm -hmm. again, I just, I think that was kind of the head of the movie where you knew things were going to go bad. Yeah. Where you were just kind of anticipating the worst. Right. Um, in the beginning of that scene, at least. And then when she lets her guard down a little bit, when they connect over having shared interests, I think deep down, at least for me, I was like, oh, girl, don't, don't. Yeah. He's trying to build trust with you. Something's going to go bad. So there was always like a layer of, of fear in her encounters with Keith. Yeah. And I just, I thought it was kind of a brilliant way of trying to, put the audience's guards down while he's also trying to like quote unquote work on her guard in a sense 
And that was very, very, very well put. And I think it leads into the other, my other top kind of tied favorite Mm -hmm. scene, which was her sleeping with the door creaking open Mm -hmm. because she's already kind of let her guard down. She's not suspicious of Bill or um, of Keith anymore. And then she hears footsteps and a weird sound in her bedroom. So she immediately goes back to being like, what is this dude about? Mm -hmm. So well said. I just thought it was just a very interesting play on characters and power and fear and anxiety. So I love that scene. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll go back to, it kind of goes in line with the scare was the reveal might've been my favorite scene trying to think i mean just there were so many great scenes yeah it's hard to pick just one it's hard yeah it it, uh warrants a rewatch obviously (laughs) which again we've talked about how you won't have that same experience but just to figure these things out these little personal opinions yes but um you know i'll just i guess that concludes my our final cuts um and i'll just say again that this movie knows exactly what it is and doesn't try to be anything different and i would be disappointed again everyone's entitled to their own opinion but i would be disappointed if people just didn't get you know what it is or what they're doing and you know think it's like a bit silly or just not scary enough i'm like bro this was straight up (laughs) like horror it was such a ride i just loved everything just everything about it everything it delivered uh totally worked for me um, I just can't wait for it to be on Blu-ray. Yes, Almost. special edition, Blu-ray, director's cut, all of it. Gimme. Yeah. Gimme, gimme. I can't wait to, like, ro- like you were saying, rock a poster, but rock a cool barbarian t-shirt. I'm oh here God, for yeah. all of it. Yes. I'm your ideal film goer in this sense. I will buy all of your merch. <laughs> yeah, and um, I think we were talking about this before, but just if you would think that people would have the same experience if watching it at home yes. and not having watched it in the theaters. I just, I don't know if it would be nearly as effective mm-hmm. at home as it was in theaters just because yeah. for one, just the viewing experience, uh, big screen, big yeah. sound, yeah. I think it's needed. But also at the same time, like you were saying, I think you could get that kind of same feeling at home. But again, you would have to disconnect and be able to just focus on it. Yeah. Lights down. Yeah. No one around. Yeah. Hustling and bustling in the house. <laughs> I think just the one thing this movie has at fault is like you can't view it the same way again after yeah. seeing it for the first time. So do yourself a favor. Don't spoil anything for yourself. Don't listen to this fucking episode <laughs> until you've seen the movie. <laughs> at the end of the episode. Yes. No, we we, we <laughs> gave you a spoiler warning. We did. We did. Uh, and okay. if you got this far without having seen the movie, that's your own fucking fault. So, uh, sorry. But not Sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm just really excited to see what this director has in store for us. I know. Okay, I have a really interesting question for you. Last and final word on this movie before we close out. Yeah. If you were to throw this movie into any horror subgenre, what would you put it in? Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be straight mm. up right now. I thought about this yeah. a lot after last night. Yeah. And I don't know that I could put it in a specific subgenre because yeah. it it takes from a lot of different movies. Yeah. 
Yeah. You... Not a lot of different movies. Excuse me. Let me reword that. <laughs> it takes from a lot of different elements. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so hard. I, feel like, I don't think I could Because I couldn't down. put it in a monster movie. Yeah. I couldn't put it in, like, gore and splatter. Yeah. I couldn't put it in psychological. Yeah. 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 It's not giallo. Yeah. Like, what is this movie? It's just great. It's just... Boop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, think about that. And if you guys have any ideas, please let us know. Because I would love to be able to kind of like mentally categorize this film. Yeah. If not, know where to put it in my own collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what time it is. I think you do. I think it's time for us to... I'll be right back!